Okay, so this is a newsflash. It won't be the only one, but you need to know that things are changing in the world of fibroid tumors. This is an important announcement for women everywhere, but particularly for black women. It used to be, it used to be that if you were diagnosed with fibroid tumors, you were told to wait, wait until you're symptomatic. And if or when you become symptomatic, then you were given the surgical option of hysterectomy. And a hysterectomy is a surgical procedure where the uterus or the womb is removed. Not having a uterus means two things, two absolutes. You'll never be able to carry a pregnancy because you don't have a womb to carry the pregnancy in. And two, you'll never have a menstrual cycle. And so when a woman gets to the point where she is symptomatic and has exhausted all other possibilities, the possibility of never having another menstrual cycle is very appealing. And so that was the scenario. Women were told, wait, and when you become symptomatic, come back. Women have not gravitated towards the surgery. They have not wanted this surgery, and often women will avoid and Google and find any and every type of holistic type of treatment in hopes of avoiding surgical, in hopes of avoiding a hysterectomy, in hopes of avoiding any type of surgery. They will try yoni eggs and other unproven, unscientific options, anything that gives them the hope of treatment. And in that sense, to be quite honest, we have failed women when their only option is a non-researched fake solution because it gives them hope, the hope of not having a surgical procedure. So after she's tried and Googled and finally capitulated, she comes to the gynecologist knowing that she has done everything that she can. Her life is miserable. She's ready to undergo the surgical procedure. Fibroids are three times more common in African-American women and two times more common in Hispanic women than among white women. But even that, fibroid tumors are common among women globally. But we know that with African-American women, we tend to be diagnosed at an earlier age. Our fibroids tend to be larger. We end up having more surgical procedures. And as a result of having more surgery, often end up with more surgical complications. Ask any black woman diagnosed with fibroids if she has a family history. And it's often true that the older women in the family have had fibroids, often didn't speak about it, often had hysterectomies because a hysterectomy has never felt like a victory. It's felt like a defeat, a capitulation, something that you had to do, not something that you necessarily 
wanted to do. But there's been a change that's been slowly evolving in female health care thanks to women who have been seeking alternative options. Slowly, and I say slowly, more attention is being paid to non-surgical options. Slowly, more attention is being paid to fibroid research as why does it even occur? Why does one woman have one big fibroid and another woman have multiple small fibroids? What makes a woman have bleeding? Why does she have increasing pain? More research. The need for more research is becoming very pronounced and acknowledged that there has been a deficiency in our understanding of fibroid tumors. Although we know that hysterectomies are a surgical procedure that has been quite common in the past. Now, the truth is, hysterectomies are now becoming less common, which means that OBGYN training programs will now need to rethink and revise their training programs. As hysterectomies become less common, identifying the gynecologic surgeon with adequate experience and adequate skills becomes increasingly more important. And how is a patient going to be able to determine the level of experience and skill of the gynecologist? The only way, the only way is by asking upfront questions such as, how many have you done this month? How many surgical procedures, how many hysterectomies have you done this year? And listen to the response. Because without asking these upfront questions, and admittedly, this is not necessarily an easy conversation, but if you avoid the conversation, then you may find yourself relying on fake things, fake ratings, like fake star ratings, or questionable health systems marketing of their physicians, or word of mouth, which may or may not be biased. So understanding that there will need to be a reckoning in terms of the training program and patients will need to be more proactive. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Now, we do know that the incidence of fibroid tumors does not appear to be decreasing. It's just that our treatment of fibroids tumors are starting to evolve. The initial approach to fibroids is no longer surgical. The initial approach is non-surgical. There are medications, there are even office procedures that can be done. And to be honest, currently, none of these things, none of these options, medications, office procedures, embolization, none of these are perfect. 
as our understanding of fibroids is still limited. But just know that if the gynecologist's first or only recommendation is hysterectomy, that you should consider getting a second opinion. I say that we need to actually do more than that. We need to start diagnosing and treating fibroids before a woman becomes symptomatic, before she's having excessive bleeding, before she's having pain. We need to do it early. We need to do it before she's anemic from heavy menstrual cycles. We need more research focusing on the use of vitamin D and green tea and other natural and research treatment options for fibroids. Wouldn't it be radical if there was a simple and inexpensive protocol that we could use that could control or limit the growth of such a common female issue? So, If you are interested in learning more about your options or getting a second surgical opinion, contact me. I am available. I am at a point in my career where it's about the truth. It's about optimizing female health, insurance companies, pharmaceutical companies, healthcare systems all need to do better. Peace and take care.